The line was long when we arrived, and the wait simply fed the anxiety that was within me. I don't like amusement park rides for several reasons. I'm a big guy. I don't fit comfortably in the seats. And I don't like being closed in or in tight spaces. But mostly, I don't like heights. Why I agreed to ride this roller coaster, I have asked myself over and over again. I guess I was just trying to overcome my fear. And this was just one opportunity to take one small step toward conquering my fear of heights. And like Peter, I ventured out of my comfort zone. I got onto the coaster, but I became even more frightened when it started to take off and my latch didn't catch. I thought I was going to die before the ride ended. Obviously, I, I didn't perish, but I didn't exactly walk on water either. You know, I, I think I just turned white and prayed for it all to end. Fear is something every human person experiences. We all have fears which confront us. Think for a moment. What is it that you fear in your life? Do you worry about your health or possibly even dying? Maybe you fear for your job and how that might affect your family. How many of us fear math tests or essay tests? Do you fear taking that next big step in life, going off to college, or maybe moving to a new city. Perhaps you're fearing the breakup of your marriage. There are many different kinds of fear, and not all of them are bad. Fear can motivate us to action but it can also paralyze us. The scriptures today tell us of both kinds of fear, healthy fear and paralyzing fear. And we hear not just about fear, but how we should react to this natural condition of our lives. The first reading is from the book of Kings, and it tells us a snippet of the story of Elijah and his encounter with God on Mount Horeb. But what's important is that we really need to know what happened before this story we hear today. Elijah lives at a time when the Hebrew people have abandoned their faith and have begun worshiping pagan gods, and in particular, Baal. Elijah is the sole remaining prophet of God, and he is fearless 
or at least so it seems. He challenges Ahab, who is the king of the northern kingdom of Israel, and the prophets of Baal to a challenge. There are 450 of these prophets, and there are 400 other prophets of Asherah. And he challenges them to a test, a test to see whose God is the real God. And suffice it to say that Elijah triumphs magnificently. And in front of the king, he puts to death all of the, pa the pagan prophets. That's a pretty bold and fearless move when you are but one among hundreds. But when Queen Jezebel hears what happens, she threatens Elijah with his life, and Elijah runs away because he fears he's going to be killed. It's interesting that Elijah is so empowered when he faces off with the king and the pagan prophets, but he cowers in fear when, he, when he's threatened by Jezebel. Elijah's actions, they seem to exemplify our two basic reactions to fear. We either fight it or we fight. We run away. And he fights against the prophets, but he flees when his own life is threatened. So Elijah runs away, praying to God to simply take his life. And he travels to Mount Horeb where God teaches Elijah how to face his fears. All kinds of calamities beset Elijah. Wind, earthquake, and fire. And through all of these, Elijah survives as he continues to seek out the presence of God. It is when he recognizes God in the tiniest whisper that Elijah knows how to face his fears. He now understands that God is greater than any calamity, any threat to life, and any situation he faces. He learns to trust in the Lord. And Elijah, empowered with this trust, returns to Israel to fulfill the tasks God has called him to do. This trust is the healthy fear of the Lord, which is a gift of the Holy Spirit we all receive. Fear of the Lord is knowing who God is and who we are in relation to Him. Fearing God is not being frightened of Him. Rather, it is realizing that God is truly God. But He is also our Father 
and he holds each of us in his loving hands. In the gospel, Peter and the apostles, they also face a life-threatening experience and they are notably frightened. And we hear how Jesus invites Peter to trust in him and to step out into the very water that threatens his life. Peter takes that first step out of the protection of the boat, but he begins to sink as he focuses not on Jesus, but on the water that threatens him. Peter succumbs to his fear. Nevertheless, Jesus is there to help him. Jesus is there to help us overcome our fear of losing life, our security, and our relationships. His voice calls to us in the tiny whispers of our hearts. Trust me. I love you. I will never leave you. Believe in me and do not fear. The situations which triggered our fears may not simply go away, but rather, when we focus on Jesus, we find that we can overcome the, our fears. Pope St. Paul, John Paul II, during a visit to Poland in 1997, emphasized this when he reiterated what St. Faustina heard Jesus whisper in her heart. Fear nothing. I am with you always. And if this person responds with a sincere heart, Jesus, I trust in you, he will find comfort in all of his anxieties and fears.